Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Paul Norton podcast. So today's podcast is not a big one and I just wanted to tip on a few subjects coming up into Christmas and it's quite a topic that has been asked the last seven days from my clients but also people through social media about what to do after Christmas. Now, the big thing for me is, was this week was, I had a few females contact me in regards to online coaching. And my response to them was, not to start now that we're starting in January. Now, the reason for this is, it's probably, it's not good for, me financially but starting someone on a any kind of diet or training plan in any kind of festive season it's a bit like a female starting a diet on the second phase of her cycle luteal phase it's not going to be as good as starting a diet on the first half of your cycle and also it's better to start a diet in the new year because you know over Christmas is going to be times where we're going to have the cakes and the ice cream the treats and the wine and the ciders and that's okay that is perfectly fine now a big thing what I said to my clients is if you don't put on a few kg over Christmas can you actually say you had a, a great Christmas can you actually call it Christmas and The biggest thing to remember is, if you put on a few kg, that's fine. But the best thing you can do is make sure you know how to take it off again. Now, what I have my clients doing over the next two weeks is not being too strict on their nutrition, keeping their training plan nice and steady, but just writing down next year's plans, starting to give that roadmap, you know, direction. Because a lot of people will, they'll do so well and and then coming up into Christmas, they tend to just slack off and just lose the wagon. And then come January the 1st then, they have this massive notion of what they're going to achieve. And within two weeks, they just burn out and they go back to the old habits. The best way to tackle this is start planning now. Write down what you're going to achieve in January, February, March, April, May, June. Write down how you're going to achieve these. So let's just say your goal is to, you want to fit into a size 10 dress or a size 12 dress or size 8 dress, whatever that dress size may be. That's going to be your goal for the next, let's just say, six months. Then you kind of start writing down, well, how are you going to achieve this goal? Well, it's going to start with having a good diet. Then it's going to start with having a training plan or an exercise regime. And then from them three topics, then we can start to dilate what we're actually going to do. You know, we're not going to say, right, on the first week of January, we're going to get a gym membership for 12 months. We're going to sign up for 12 PT sessions. We're going to invest in a thousand euro or thousand dollar nutrition plan but 
be realistic of what we're going to achieve. That's going to start with planning, planning, planning. Now, the biggest thing to remember is with any kind of nutrition plan, especially for a female, you have to work out your menstrual cycle. Now, if you don't know what I mean by this, just go back to my female fat loss podcast last week and also scroll back and you'll find one I done with Claire Goodwin, a New Zealand nutritionist. And just understand how your cycle works. The next thing is protein is always going to be your best friend. Protein has to become your best friend at the highest regard. Going into next year, just start researching protein. Research protein powder. Just get in the habit of protein is going to be your best friend. After that, then we're going to follow by a good step count or resistance training. This means in the gym, doing weights, whatever it may be. Protein resistance training. Third one we want to look at is, is our calorie target. Now, calories is, it's a tool, it's a way of measuring quantities. And it's the very same as your bank balance. If you want to go on holiday, if you want to buy a new pair of shoes, you want to buy a pair of Lululemons, you want to buy, you know, the 50 Shades of Grey DVD, whatever it may be, you need to be able to see what's in your bank account so you can make the right call to then purchase or invest in whatever you're going to do. So it's no different when you come to your health and fitness. If you want to go drop down a dress size, if you want to lose 5 or 10 or 15 kg next year, whatever it may be, you need to start off with having a guideline. So let's just say Every female is going to be different. I can't, I can't say that you're going to have 1,500 calories or 2,000 calories. Every female has to be their own best scientist. So let's just say I have a client, Jessica, and let's say her maintenance levels for her, for her height, her body type, for her, her weight, her age, all the rest is 2,000 calories maintenance level. Now, that would therefore mean if I put her in a 20% deficit, that would mean that she would have to consume about 1600 calories roughly to basically lose body fat. The principle of losing body fat is about science. It's energy in, energy out. What this means is, if you wanna lose fat, you need to be consuming less calories for the amount your body moves. So basically, think of this phrase, if your dog was overweight, you'd feed him less, you'd walk him more. That's the basics. Once you can have them, them numbers, then you can start to map out how you're gonna achieve this. Now, going back to Christmas, we're not looking to set any amazing goals. We're just looking to be smart, make smart, smarter choices. Now, one thing that I like to do coming up to Christmas, and my female clients will do the same, is skip the first meal of the day. So rather than having your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, argument's sake, you would therefore skip the breakfast and you'd push your first meal of the day to just say one o'clock. That first meal is gonna contain high protein diet, which could be some chicken, it could be steak, could be fish, followed by a nice plate or bowl of fresh greens. 
Now, moving into our second meal, our second meal is going to be the exact same. Our second meal is going to be proteins, greens, and a handful of carbohydrates. Now, what we're trying to do is here, we're trying to set habits, and we're basically trying to save money so we don't go into overdrafts. You imagine if you need to be in a deficit of 600 calories, and let's just say every meal is 400 calories. But you skipping that first meal, you're saving 400 calories, which means that when you have the wine, your four wines, or when you have the cake, you have the chocolate, it means that you have been quite smart and you've saved up calories to therefore purchase them extra food or them extra wines. It's the very same as if you're looking to save. You're looking to save, well, you're not going to go to the cinema. You're not going to buy the pair of shoes. You're not going to buy the pants. You're going to save that money and you're going to put that towards your holiday. So the very same as around Christmas time is, we're not looking to be make massive goals, we're looking to be smart. Like there's no reason why we can't push our first meal forward and then have our second meal at dinner and it means that we have saved three or four or even 500 calories from doing that one simple task. This is going to be massive because it means that you have room then to enjoy Christmas and not feel guilty. Because you've got to imagine you've worked hard all year to get the results you have now we're not looking to ruin them results we're also not looking to ruin christmas so we're looking to find a medium that's going to be my biggest tip i can give to you today is skipping that first meal and bringing it to 12 one o'clock on that first meal we're looking to have a high protein diet along with some a plate of greens as much greens as possible our second meal we're looking for the exact same which is a handful of carbohydrates. Now a handful, you imagine if you get if you look at your fist right now, imagine you're gonna pick up a pretend handful of rice or pasta. It's not a lot, but it's enough to keep you going. That's the biggest tip I can offer you for around Christmas. Now, the next biggest tip that I like is um, drink plenty of water. Always drink water. The, the biggest thing I see with my clients is not getting enough water. And for me personally, and for my female clients, I've done different tests where I've had some of my um, females sip water like every 20 minutes, argument's sake. And then I've had other clients who I had them have a sip of water every three hours. And the ones that sip the water regularly didn't actually feel as hungry as the females that didn't sip the water regularly. Now, there's no science behind it, it's just it's just little habits. If you can constantly be busy and sipping water, your mind tends to flow. The biggest thing we have to realize is, when we get hunger, hungry, hungry is only a hormone that basically signals our brain that we're hungry. If you can withstand that hunger for 20 minutes, I can guarantee and promise you that that hunger will aside. Do you remember if you're out for a walk or you're out in a shopping center or you're out somewhere and you suddenly get hungry and you actually cannot get food anywhere or you're in the car driving? What happens after 20 minutes? Your hunger goes. It just disappears. But when we go hungry at home and we have a press full of food, why wouldn't you go to the press and have the food? Being hungry is not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with being hungry not a thing think in society and this day and age that 
people that feel hungry it's kind of said to be it's bad for your body it's definitely not bad for your body being hungry is only a hormone another tip that i've had my female clients you and even me is chewing gum there's a little bit of research that when you get hungry and you start chewing chewing gum you know you're basically using energy and you're let's just say you're activating enzymes and it's kind of telling your metabolism that oh i'm actually getting fed that therefore will tell that hormone that you're actually are eating food and that will tell your brain that you're not actually hungry so it's kind of a small trick that works if you are feeling really hungry as soon as you have that chewing gum your hunger will will aside because it's only a hormone telling your brain you're hungry so as soon as you start chewing your hunger will then it just kind of buggers off the biggest tip another big tip that i tell my female clients is is just plan like have a plan be busy during christmas if you if you're going to sit at home all day and with no really plan it's 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 very easy to hit temptation but if you have a plan like you know, you might go for a walk here or there you might get an audiobook you might spend time doing this you might spend time drawing if you can fill in your day with activities to do whether it be ring family members or ring friends you don't have the opportunity to, to over snack because again we're looking to enjoy christmas but also we're not looking to completely go overboard because there's no reason why we need to go overboard we can still enjoy christmas to the fullest and if we plan a few kg over christmas that's fine the main thing is that we have a plan written out we know what we're going to do you know we have a gym we're going to go to we have we've set goals for new year we're going to do a marathon we're going to walk twenty-five thousand steps we need to set these benchmarks now once we have something to work towards it means that getting through christmas we'll enjoy it but also as soon as that first january comes then we have something to bash into for me today I'll spend a couple of hours and I'll start planning out my next year with my coach. My clients are doing the exact same. I've asked them to start planning out next year. Once we can write out these plans, then we can start to put stuff in place that these actually happen. Because again, you have to start off the new year with a bang. If you're going to continue from now until Christmas, which is still two and a half weeks away you can achieve so much in two and a half weeks i've got a client at the moment and she is 101 kg now when i took on this lady um beginning of the year she was a hundred and sixteen point five now that's a massive massive number now we have two weeks to get down to double digits and i promise her that we will get there by the end of the year now if we were to slack off and take the foot off the pedal a bit then results wouldn't come but if i can keep her occupied and keep her being consistent over the next like two weeks not doing anything crazy she will see then double digits again by simply skipping that first meal working high protein diet she can enjoy all the sweets all the ice cream all the wines and she will still get results but it's how you plan planning is the key word once we have a plan that we can set and we can achieve 
goals, that's what's going to get us over the line. Christmas doesn't have to be a time where everything goes down the drain. Christmas is a time where we enjoy family, we enjoy the good food, we enjoy the good bands, we enjoy the good wine, but also we enjoy what next year brings. So, hope this little podcast helped you in some shape or form. It's only a small snippet as I wanted to give you my advice on how I help my clients and also help me because I'll be doing the exact same thing over Christmas. I'll be looking to skip my first meal, push it forward, have a high protein diet, lots of greens, same with dinner. That's going to give me a lot of room to enjoy a lot of ice cream. Hope this was a good podcast and remember, find me on Instagram and just look through my free ebooks. And if you need any help, just send me a message, send me an email, paul.nrtn at gmail.com and I'll be happy to help you with any questions. From me to you, adios.